Peace and blessings. A welcome to the new episode of the ANN on R&B podcast on HeritageHipHop.com. We ask that you subscribe to ANN on R&B on YouTube and follow them also on Instagram at ANN on RNB. On today's episode, we compare R&B and hip hop. After watching the Super Bowl and getting a little hungover, the crew comes back after a week to talk R&B music and does it stand the test of time? Sounds like a weird question. Well, enjoy the podcast and I'll come back with the rest of my commentary after it's over. Once again, we're back. Once again, we're back. See, in preschool, we can make a song and anything, and the kids just do this and whatever. And, you know, it is what it is. So, guess what, everybody? Welcome back to a and R&B. This is podcast episode number five. Let me be doing it without our sister tonight. So, salute to Nicola Dean out there making moves, going to L.A., and she'll talk to us about that when she get back. Matter of fact, I don't like that glare in my glasses, so everybody, I get my whole face tonight. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody out there, fellas, fellas. Introduce <laughs> yourself. Started with my man over here. <laughs> yeah, it's you, Nas. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? It's, it's your man Nas Roman back with you. Mm-hmm. And what's going on, everybody? It's your man Big A out of yard. And everybody, we like to welcome you to A and N R and B the remix. Because it's not going to be the regular show. We had a nice hangover from birthday parties and Super Bowl weekends. And it was amazing. Shout out to the Eagles because they landed on their asses. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Karev's father who who predicted this to me all season long. (laughs) Yeah, he said you can never count on the Eagles because they stink. Shout out to your pops. <laughs> but shout out to the Eagles fans. It's good to see your team go to a, like a um a Super Bowl a championship. Yeah, yeah. So salute to all the Eagles fans. It's, it's nice to see that y'all y'all out there. You know what I'm saying? Or but unlike the Giants who went every time we went, we had a statement to make. Except for that Ravens one. Yeah, we got an ass whoop on that one, boy. Yeah, that was a historical ass whooping too. Yeah, yeah. Jaden, nah. especially when they cheated. <laughs> Who the Ravens? Yeah, they called back that Jesse Armstead. Um, oh, yeah. touchdown! That was that interception. Bitch, yeah. And now it's not in the football, yo. So now nah, nah, you know what we're talking about. What yeah. you what you was getting into for the past week and some change, man? Yeah, uh, I've been getting into working and trying not to kill my kid, man. And that right there is what ANN and RB is about is keeping your head on straight. Because <laughs> <laughs> ain't, nothing, ain't nothing like, there is nothing like when you have somebody who knows how to push that button the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the realest feeling in the world. But, you know, mm-hmm. he, he has a unique father. And, you know, and you know me like Ken, know me. I know how to push the buttons too. 
Damn it. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. How, okay. how, was Stewie, how was Stewie saying? Vengeance is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody out there who's joining us tonight, thank you for joining us on A&N R&B. We ask that you like, subscribe, share, and comment on A&N R&B on YouTube. Please go to A&N R&B on YouTube, and you can follow A&N R&B on Instagram at A&N R&B right there. You see what I'm saying? So for those of you who don't know, and we're going to refresh y'all, A&N R&B is brought to you by Heritage Hip Hop. Now, if you know me on Heritage mm-hmm. Hip Hop, I do a lot of hip hop commentary. But there's other genres of music. One day, Heritage Hip Hop may have an Afrobeat show. Maybe we'll have a jazz show. Maybe these gentlemen will start their own show. Heritage Hip Hop is a network. So, helping that the culture build into a broad conversation and celebrating the music and the people that do it, we have Ann and R&B with the two gentlemen that you see who are savants of R&B music. And we have a third person on the team, Nicola Dean, who not only is an active R&B artist, but she also has extensive R&B history. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the catch, I mean, you know, we just we just doing a nice little quick thing tonight to catch everybody up on what we're doing. Now, let me ask you something. When yep. it comes to R and B, why does it endure when other genres of music seem to fail? In your opinion, I mean, R and B derives from the blues, don't it? Mm-hmm. So it has a long rhythm history. Yep, there you go. Rhythm and blues is evolved from just blues to rhythm and blues. It has a long history, man, and it. Coincides with everything so well. I look how it melded with hip hop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So even though they don't showcase it like they used to, it's it's always going to be there. Yeah, you know, like the the voice, the voice is an instrument of itself. Yeah, it's dope. And as long as you have people that are talented with that instrument, you're always going to have R&B music. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let me take it to Big A. I mean, you, you got to be in a select, sir, a select few to sing. It ain't like everybody who try to rap. Everybody like, nah, 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 whatever. And they try to get their vibe. Singing is very technical. You know what I'm saying? What What, what do you think makes R&B endure, even though um the radio may not play it? Well, like Nas said, R&B is derived from rhythm and blues. And rhythm, you know, rhythm, simple clap. I said them rhythm, something mm-hmm. of a beat, you know, and the blues was relating to real life travesty. The, the 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 origins of the blues themselves were people orchestrating or writing songs that that touched the soul because it was from real life situations. So to answer your question is R and B is always going to be relatable because it's going to be dealing with real life situations. The mm-hmm. music is always going to be relatable because it's going to be timeless. Timeless music, good music, time is timeless music, and timeless timeless music can always be felt. And that's why it'll always be around. But these niggas can't sing nowadays, man. But yeah, they call I mean, this stuff sing, R&B. Singing, sing, singing I even... is objectively, believe it or not, singing okay. is objectively. You you people have good voices and then people who can sing. There, there's a difference in objectives. And then you have all these technical singers who use uh, a technology to help them sing. So singing is, on a technicality, Anybody can sing. Birds sing. When I like how they sound, but they sing. No, so just gonna say. 
Man, I, I gotta I gotta kinda disagree with you on that point because the ones that can sing eventually they get dis- they get exposed, man. It's like you know, we had that conversation earlier about the about the Omarion and Mario versus. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> but what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, not to take not not to take away from um Omarion, but good performer, man, but when it came to the vocals, he couldn't touch Mario. No, we're yeah. gonna take away from Omarion because he stole somebody's song, right? Eh? That, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta get yeah. All right, well, you know, karma, universal yes, law. Yes, you did. Again, he got exposed. Shout out to my homie JS exposed. out there. Got exposed. JS and Body Rock, right? Yeah, no, it wasn't Body Rock. It was something. There was a new song that he had. Omarion stole it. Yes, sir. Shout out to that bum ass engineer who let him hear it. Wow, you sabotaged somebody's career. Not even that, man. Like, even though he loved him here, man, it was up to my man to make the choice to not steal a song, to go off, go off his own talent instead of taking away from somebody else. You know what I mean? There you go. So, Marion, like, uh, you got your just do, man. All that licking watermelon up and down and all that bullshit you did, man, that it couldn't get you past the real talent that was Mario. So then let's talk about real talent then. Because, I mean, look at... uh. What do you think about Bryson Tiller and his style of R&B, which is called Trap and B? What do you like? What do you think about that? It's different. It's unique. You know, everybody's going to have... The same thing. <laughs> yeah, like, it's different. Like, it's yeah. unique because he can actually sing. It's not mm. like he, he... him. It's not like some artists who just use auto-tune to sing. And I'm not taking a, a swipe at T-Pain because he actually can sing. If yeah. this is T-Pain's first album, the brother can really sing. Not just sing. He can sing. And he has talent. And that's the difference between people who don't have talent, who want to utilize the auto-tune or all these different functionalities to change your voice or what I call like studio studio uh, artists. Where, um, and I know plenty of uh, producers and whatnot. And to really be in the studio and hear how the engineers can engineer somebody's voice and make them sound better than what they actually sound, I tell you, it's amazing what you can do with technology. So those singers versus actual people who can sing a cappella without any equipment, who can hold tunes, I've been around real singers. And you can't put a dollar on real talent. People who have God-given talent, for those who believe in God, because a lot of people out there don't. So for anybody who literally around anyone who has talent you you can you can see talent talent always shines so answering your question about or your statement about bryson tiller that the gentleman can sing um trap r&b is a new lane that was helped created to allow other artists to to flourish that's all it was you think about it nas had married um had um lauren hill um met the man had mary J. Mm-hmm. You had all you, we can go down the list of rappers with female counterpart R&B singers or male counterpart R&B singers. I don't want to be a player. Fat Joe and mm-hmm. Joe, you know, you have a lot of different talented artists, whether they're rappers and singers. Now you have a singer who can do both, who has who can display talent to both. So that's why I think he's different. It's, it's just not not the same as regular R&B. To answer your question, thoroughly. <laughs> and Nas, what do you about to say? 
I mean, I gotta agree, man. It's um, it's just something that's not the traditional R and B. That's all. It's not to say is is bad. It's bad or good. You know what I mean? It's not you know. Is it breaking tradition? What R and B is all about, though. Yeah. But you no, think, no, R, no, R, no R, it's R. not. Well, okay. Talk about it. Somebody yeah. said yes. Somebody said no. No. Go ahead. I want hear you, Nas. Go ahead. Well, um. You know, R and B was like the love language, man. It was, it, it was, it was the love language, and it was political message too. You know what I'm saying? So you had on 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 one side you had your what's going on, and the other side you had come on and go with me, come on to my place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they wasn't talking about the trap back then. So so that that's how it's different. <laughs> that's not true. You got you know old I mean? song. You got old songs, or even women being flamboyant, talking about bring that thing over here, daddy. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they, they were they were they were singing about different things. No, but you say the trap. You were, yeah. they were they were singing about things that were uncliches back then. So you can't say they yeah. weren't. They they did sing about crime and things like that, but it wasn't consider trap because yeah. trap is a new form a new lingo to something that's been of old age old age dealing with you know um to put it in a, in a more uh sensible category crime street crime yeah yeah first you buy yourself a shotgun now shoot them to the there you go there you go shotgun there you go people talk about that violence you know what i'm saying yeah but R and B, R and B at one time was the predominant way to get a message across because right. it came it came from the blues, like I said, and also came from gospel music. So the big crossover in the past before people were really rapping, because the first recorded rap song was a gospel song. So when you when you really look at the cross, what song are you referring to? It's the, I forgot the name of the four men who are gospel singers, brothers. And they were doing songs in pattern and rhyme. It was go- it was gospel music, and that was considered the first rap uh, recorded. Oh, the quintet, the quintet they have yeah. in black and white, and they were singing. Right. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, right. that was right. the first rap recorded. You know what I'm saying? Um, R&B has always derived from the inner city and the soul, and the inner city is defined by the church and the street. When do you think the message of love got lost in R&B on today's level or, or at a high, le- high pace, if you think it has or not? Adi, aren't you start that one? I don't consider that it's lost because there's a lot of music that's talking about love. You like, like, here's the thing. You talk about love. Love in its aspect has different variations. So, when you say something has lost the love, I don't totally agree because there are plenty of songs that talk about different aspects of love. Women get hurt, men get hurt. Songs that are you talk that you hear people sing about about them being hurt or they're crying over something, that's a form of love. Like mm-hmm. or somebody missing somebody, uh, it's a form of love. Somebody dying, it's a form of love. It's you showing your expression of emotion, and this emotion is love. Now. Because it has the different variations, I can't say that they're not doing that because they're still doing that. Like I said, it's timeless music 
is music that you can relate to. And people are singing about things and issues that they can relate to. And now, these things that they're singing about are things that are relatable because if they weren't, people wouldn't gravitate towards them. Niles, you feel the same way? Um, Kind of. But those those songs are not put in the forefront anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you get the... I call it pull my dick out music. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the it's the sex 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 music. It's not the it's not the romance and finesse you into your jaws type music no more. It's the like you know what time it is. We're gonna get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> I had a, I had a relative yeah. told me when in doubt, whip it out. So yeah, that's type of music that's in there. <laughs> Yeah, shot. You know what I mean? That's what that's the type of music out there right now. If the you have the romantic music still, that you have the you have the like the you know the the love central R and B out there, but it's not put in the forefront as much in the forefront today as how it used to be. All right, so check this out. Let's ask one of the hard questions then. Before we ask that question, do you like the conversation going? On? Make sure you hit the like button first, and also. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Do you think that what we're saying is accurate? Love being in hip hop. I mean, not hip hop and R and B. Because now, nah, I'm gonna ask you this question: Of today's artists, who would be your go-to to listen to R and B when you have a love language to express to someone else? I don't know. I probably Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar? By Daniel Caesar. What, what song is something that you like from him that could set the mood for you? Um, Man, the go-to joint, man, him, and, uh, him and her. Daniel yeah. Caesar and her, the best part. The best part, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Him and um, Daniel Caesar and Brandy have a dope joint together, too, called Love Again. Okay. Those two joints are tight. So, Daniel Caesar, how about you, eh? Uh, of today's artists, today's artists, Chris Brown has a lot of he's a, a catalog of uh, a lot of love music. Um, not just the wild, rambunctious music that you're used to hearing on the radio. He has what uh, someone consider B cut music on his on his album since he's come out. Uh, he has a a a thorough catalog of R and B music, love music. Um, and then also you know not just to be male dominant. Uh, category, you know, females. Her has, you know, the best of me. Um, the um, she has a whole bunch of music that was out before she became actually popular. Too. Um, Scissor is another R&B artist from New Definitely. Jersey. Shout, shout to Scissor because you mm-hmm. know, gotta represent Jersey. You know what I mean? And um, not only is she beautiful, but her voice is amazing, and she sings about things of relations. Of relatable, and that's why she's also a prominent singer as well. And to to add another to the bunch, um, I also would listen to like you know music from Thick, who also sings about love and relationships, and put his personal life in his music. You know, he actually named an album off of his ex-wife, which was an amazing album. Um. You know, but you know these are different artists, or what consider new artists, or within our range of artistry um, that you can people can check out. Yeah, Robin Thicke, the man who stole the front line. 
from Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Allegedly. I know they did pay Marvin Gaye's estate. They paid their estate. I won't, I won't say I yeah, won't say he sold that because they, they had to had come to up off some it. cash. Yes, did. They had to come up off some cash. So they ain't still shit. They had to pay for it. It was good robbery. Well, it wasn't it, it wasn't even attempted robbery because <laughs> Pharrell <laughs> Pharrell ended up having to have to come more off his pockets than Robin Thick because he was the producer of the track. Correct. Yeah. So you know, Robin Thick got up because he took something that that was produced and that sounded good, but it was actually the producer sincerely at fault more than the actual artist himself. But he was part a part of it, so that's why his name was with it. Yeah. In fact, the Mundo, because we make song producers automatically get fifty percent of the share of the song. So that's what Pharrell was on the front line paying yeah. that check. <laughs> 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 But I just go to show you that R&B music is deeper than the people you don't hear. Because it's kind of like hip-hop nowadays. They've blended the genres so horribly that now you have veteran hip-hop and veteran R&B artists saying they're being aged out for the new artists that people could take control of and they want to take take control of the art. Was it Shirley Rob? No, it was Mickey Howard. Mickey Howard is one of the um, people I've heard say, and Stephanie Mills, it was them too. They said people want R&B, but they don't want it from people who look like us. Mm. And that was one of the most, that. most shocking things that was said because if you're going to destroy the culture, you got to take away the people that do it best. Right. Elton John said if black folks aren't winning the voice and America's got talent and stuff like that every every year, it's all racism. <laughs> wow, and Elton John even said that. Elton John said that. He said it's all racism, wow. and, and we're not really celebrating the people who do this thing the best. So, hmm. with that being said, and that's a legend. That's our. That's a R and B pop legend. He he does R and B and pop music. So, hmm. yeah, that's that's really that's rambunctious to actually hear. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's very stark, and um. I just want to ask y'all, when it comes to R&B music, mm-hmm. does the old school outweigh the new school, or are they equal and we just have to sh- find and find good music today and listen to them equally? What do you say? Question, before we, I can even, before me, I can answer, I need to understand, what do you mean way outweigh? How? What does that mean? What does that concept mean? Does the mean? music hit better? Does it have more value? Is it is it is it better music? Should we should is it does it have more gravitas than today's R and B or should we listen to them both equally and fairly? I think that that's on that's on the on the ear of the listener. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't speak for everyone, and I can only speak for me. So far as for me regarding me to answer that question, it would be on my preference. Just like for anybody who listens to any type of music, what some music I may like, Nas may not like, or you may not like, and what music that you like, we may not like. So it, it's it's on the preference of the listener. So to say one genre or one era is better because of what you like or what you may have been groomed into influence why, it's, it's still perspectively speaking. You can't, as a person who loves all types of music, and I listen to, you know that I have all types of music. I have music from overseas, music that I can't even, I don't even know what the hell they're saying, but I like how it sounds. Mm. With with a, an eclectic ear, 
it's only based on what is attracted to you, what fills the, 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 the void of vibe that it's putting out. Do you connect with it? And that's the only way people can respond to something as long as they can connect to it. So to answer that question, if I can't connect to it, then I can't say this person was is better than this person. Because to say, you know, some people now will say Beyonce was the greatest, and then some people will say Marvin Gaye was the greatest. These are two different eras. These are two type, two different types of singers. You know what I mean? But these are all on their perspectives. So that's just to give you an example. No, and, they're, and they're both legends too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got it. Um, at one time, even the older artists were, were new. At one point, mm-hmm. like with mm-hmm. that said, I'm I'm always searching for new music. I stay on the search for new music, so I'm not going to say that the new the new guys will take away from the, from the older from the older artists because if you have talent and the music sounds good, I'm gonna rock with it. So you know, it's, it's like Big A said, it's all a perspective as well. You, it, it might be somebody I don't, I don't like, but you may like it. There's probably songs out there right now that that the majority of people might think is a jam. I I might be like, yo, I, I ain't I ain't digging that. It sounds like trash to me. Mm. So like you may, I mean, you can't really say because like you always, you know, your everything evolves. Um, People get older. Unfortunately, people pass away, and you have the newer ones that sit that that come along and, and take their place. So, I don't think the new the new artists take away from the old. It's just, you know, music. So let me ask you this, Nas, because you say you um, some people you may say something new is like go trash or not. In hip hop, people always define the culture and or the or the music by how many classics that our artist has right and right. that could be a crutch because the r&b you never hear michael jackson's to go how many classics he got <laughs> you know what i'm saying he got why, too many to mention why, why, but why do you think you miss <laughs> that in r&b but in hip-hop it's like the standard conversation you don't people talk about that too r&b really to that degree mm-hmm. yeah yes. so people really be like People really be like, yo, Brian was man. How many classes he got? That's the first thing they say. How many classes he got? They'll start no one last cry. Uh, <laughs> could you be the one? Uh, songs, right? Yeah, yeah, songs, yeah, right. But yeah. see, look, you're about back songs. at one, you know, they they were, were. yeah, hip hop. They don't say who got many classic songs they got. They got they say albums. In oh. R and B, do they argue how many classic albums an artist has? They do that too. In high regard, like hip hop. Yes. What's the last argument or conversation or discourse you had with somebody talk about two R and B artists and they ask how many classics they got? Um, I don't know. Like, you know, like I said, people I work around. Um, I don't think they really did. I, like. I'm around people younger than me now at my job. I'm at that age now, so uh-huh. we talk more about hip hop than um than R and B. The most I talk about R and B is with you know you guys. I'm probably um somebody in my closest circle. You know what I'm saying? Um, you'll get into... But you'll get into some arguments, though. Like, there's always the Michael Jackson Prince argument. Mm-hmm. But I've you never know? heard anybody say how many classics they got, though. I just yeah. heard... they like, because everybody know Michael Jackson. That's the main thing I hear. 
Why <laughs> you know Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson is universal, though. You know, he's he's known worldwide. So, word. <laughs> you you're gonna word. get that. You're gonna get that kind of response from Michael. Word. Now you want to talk more of the um Shimon. Yeah, word Shimon. <laughs> Shimon, nigga, you know Michael got more grams. But you um like you like you'll compare groups like One Twelve and Jagged Edge, you know. Um, music soul child, Molly music, okay. Lauren Ma- Hill, Max Maxwell, Chris Brown, right? Yeah, Bob, Bobby, you know, you you go Maxwell, or do you even have Chris Brown, um, Usher, or yeah. you know what I mean, Usher, yeah. Bobby Brown, yeah, like you you hear all types oh, of, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, I went there, I went there, you know, I went there. But yeah, so yeah, those those things do get talked about um and get mentioned because the funny thing is you you asked that question and people actually after that incident, that's why I brought it up. People started comparing, like, oh, well, who was he? And oh, he only had this many albums, and then he had this many albums. Yeah. He's been in the game for this long, and he's been in the game for that long. And you know, you 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 do get those conversations regarding RB music. And that one was actually a prominent one that was on social media for almost a year after that incident. And it was a it was actually a laugh, a sad but a laughable moment because. You know, you had a legend embarrass himself. You know, when the the youngster in the situation was trying to show offer off respect, and he just you know allowed the the inebriation of whatever narcotics or alcohol that was in the system to allow him to make a uh, embarrass have an embarrassing moment for himself that went viral. But they both were a great artist in their time. Yep. They both are great artists in their time. And that was the thing that pretty much came to the conclusion with the with the debate because it was a long after that happened, boy. Them the albums numbers, the, the album sales, everything started coming out, you know, yeah. because you had the one side against the other side, the old versus the quote unquote the the new. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like it was kind of like the the rock Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah, it were, you right. know what I mean, like icon versus icon, generations versus generation. You know what I mean? That's interesting. I, I think I think with me, I took more notice to it when Versus came out during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And people said, I heard Big Gip in an interview recently talk about how Jermaine Dupree would smoke Puff in a Versus. Because it said Puff ain't had a hit since 2002, but Jermaine Dupree has been secretly writing songs to people today. He could come out with new songs that Puff can't um, beat him with. Which is debatable. Like I said, that interview well, was out on another that, channel. Yeah, I Did seen Puff that, but... but but what he was talking about was actual facts that Jermaine Dupri have has been and hasn't left the studio as far as writing, doing stuff. But the differential thing about the both of those people mentioning is they live two different worlds. Puffy was always in the music, but he was always more of a business connoisseur. Jermaine Dupri was always more of an in-studio type of guy. He does business, don't get me wrong, and he has businesses, but not on the level of Diddy. So it's kind of hard to compare these two different alike producers because one does it more consistent than the other. 
and then the one have bigger hits, you know, that linger for generations than the other. You know, they both had some really good hits, but you know, when you when you, when you think about um every breath I take when Biggie died, that song went worldwide, worldwide. You know, yeah. that that made people notice Diddy. Of course, Bad Boy was known, but after Biggie's death, it, it was that much more of a larger grand scale. Shout out to Gene Dill in that conversation. Yeah, well, we're yeah, not going there. We're not going there yeah, with Gene. Shout out, <laughs> though, we respect everybody on here. But you're yeah. missing my point. The point that I brought the interview up before was when Big Gip said, New York doesn't have an usher. And that's like the versus part I'm talking about. Like people don't really compare albums. Like I heard this call about compare artists, but not albums. But he said New York got Mary J. Blige and the South got Tony Braxton. And he said Mary J. Blige can't can't beat Tony Braxton and hits and nothing. And I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And that's an interesting conversation. So you know what? On AN and RB, wow. we're gonna have the Mary J. Blige versus Tony Braxton conversation. We're going to wait for Nika to come back on that one. And we're really going to talk about that topic. Mary J. Blige versus Tony Braxton. Who has more classics? Who has more hits? Who has a more outspoken longevity? Because you know, at the end of the day, that's a good conversation. Because one is the queen of hip-hop soul, and one is like a soulful diva who actually shaped a label through a soundtrack. Which was considered a classic, and then her first album is considered a classic as well. That fell right behind that soundtrack. Right. Mm -hmm. So, right. if you like the conversation that we have, please hit the like button. Subscribe to ANN RB on Instagram. Subscribe to ANN RB on YouTube. Look, ladies and gentlemen, here is the Instagram right here. So, you please can follow us on Instagram. ANN RB is a show that. Talks about those, those those topics when it comes to not only life but the music. It has to be centered around music somehow. We are looking to uh, we're looking to all uh, interview producers and singers. So everybody out there, we'll be will be reaching out to you, and you can reach out to us on the Instagram at and in the RB. Make sure you uh let us know if you're interested in coming on the show and talk about your talents and your your music. Because we're going to listen to the music and then ask questions. We don't want to just have you on here and ask you generic questions. We only want to talk about the things that make you the artist that you are. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So before we leave, because we're going to shut this down, because we just came back to say hi to everybody, let you know we're still here. And Hold on. We're still doing great things. Before, before we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you let, me, let me do that. Let me do that. Okay. Before we close out, the gentlemen have segments that they may want to touch on. Shout out to Jay Waiters. He's a singer. He's on. Salute to Jay Waiters music. Salute to Jay Waiters. So, on the AN and the RB show, we have segments. One segment is with our sisters here. She does Nika's top five. And it's the top five songs that go with a certain topic that we're talking about. So, I guess we're going to do the top five Tony Braxton versus uh, Mary J. Blige song. So, Maybe a top six, three and three. I don't know. We'll figure it out how that go. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But it's just what she does. My brother, Big A, he has a segment where he set talks about setting the mood. Why don't you talk about how you would set the mood right now and let the people know um, 
what it is that you bring to the table, please. Well, this week, I always bring a fragrance and something to, to set the mood to. Uh, the song I will first play to set this mood for this fragrance here will be actually Robin Thicke, since we talked about him. Uh, Ask Myself is a song, and it's a more pop song. This right here, this fragrance is called Desada by uh by switzerland ambassador by this desada has a magnetic top and it's a very high-end fragrance and mm. it smells amazing smells um smells amazing very very high-end this is for the night you're going to go out in town if you're going to go on a date if you're going to be doing something sophisticated it's not an overwhelming overpowering fragrance desada ambassador by desada it's a Switzerland brand fragrance, um, but it's very popular with the high end and uh, high echelon. Very good fragrance. Uh, like I said, uh, Robin Thicke was, you know, a Robin Thicke album was something I would reflect on wearing something like this. You know, you can wear it out in the club, you can wear it out to dinner, or you can even wear it out anywhere that you have like a semi formal. It's not something that's super overbearing, but it's very complimenting. Very complimented. All right, that's what's up. So that's a fragrance that you could check out. We're looking for Scentbird and um Sonora, Sephora, sorry, to give Sephora. us some yeah. um some some um Sephora. sponsorship. So hey, you need to work on that because you are the connoisseur of of making making the the, the, the scent game pop on this show. So please Word. look into that. You know what I'm saying. Or, and or uh, a shout out to my man Jay Waiters. He says salute and much love to the fellas holding it down for the day. And salute to our sister Nika not here. Yes, so, so hey, one more question before I go to Nas in his segment. Are okay. you going to get? Are you going to get the vagina spray by um Erica Badu? Uh, Erica Badu. Actually, I was actually curious on how it smelled, being that I did meet Erica in the Erica in the past. Um, very a tall, um, curvaceous woman. Mm. Um, never been intrigued to knowing what her vagina smells like, but since it's, it's supposed to be a uh, a mimic uh, of her, I wonder what the fragrance is and how it how it hits. No pun intended. Um, but I was actually thinking about you know see if I can get that tested if they have it tested because since it's not a it's in stores as a regular brand. Um, you might have to buy only direct, like like this right here. You can find it online, but it's very hard to find. But I brought this directly from the actual company, and yeah, you gotta dig in your pockets for this. That's why you see, I it's barely used. <laughs> this is uh, it's it's very good, it's very high end. And um, answer your question, I I actually may consider to get getting just getting a bottle and and seeing how it smells. Obviously, I'm not gonna wear it for myself. It'd be a gift for a female friend or uh, somebody I know, a female, just for one of my homies or something, because I'm going to be smelling like pussy. And on that note, I'm going to go to my man, ah. Nas. Nas the Romantic. And Nas talks about wasted potential. Do you have one for this week, or do you like to highlight, um, would you like to highlight what your segment is about? All right, I'll do both for you, man. Uh, Wasted Potential are the songs on an album that did not get the potential, in my view, that they should have gotten, but were dope songs. Um, 
Today, I was going to do a Mary J. Blige song, but since we're doing the Tony Braxton, Mary J. Blige song, I'm going to save that song for next week. What I will give you is a joint by Chris Brown. It's called Just Fine. Off the first album. You familiar mm. with that one? Nah. Nah, I'm about to go back mm-hmm. and look, look, look through the album because I have his All catalog. Right. It's a dope-ass song, like a fast-paced song, um, mid-tempo. Um... The reason that one came to mind is because Valentine's Day has just passed. Uh, fellas, probably got your presents from your woman if she's that type of woman. And, and, woman. and hey, man, it's all good. I'm in the same boat. But tax season is about here. And after she gets her taxes and you get that piece, you don't want to break up with her. This song right here give you just the words for it. <laughs> wow. It's a breakup song. So my man says, I think someone else will be better for you. You'll be just fine. Wow. Your eyes will be just fine. Okay. Just fine. Wow, that reminds me of a story. And that's off the head, yo. (laughs) (laughs) So all all you scumbags want to let her down gently. Just fine. <laughs> That's the song. Like Chris you. Brown. You'll be just fine. Wow. I thank God to give you someone better than me. You'll be just fine. Once she hears that, it'll be a little bit easier to, to, to you know break it off. Yikes. All right. So just fine. Just so, fine. Oh, we got a comment. Dope song though. Nika just signed in. What's up, Nika? How you doing? We about to we about to sign off, but Nika, Nika next Ledeen, show, the beauty on the scene. Next show, Tony Braxton <laughs> versus Mary J. Blige, and we can't wait to hear your input on that subject. So, um, my, me myself, I don't really add in to any of R and B's topics or banners, I should say, or um, the, the parts of the show that they do with my own. I don't. This is highlighting their knowledge of R and B, and I'm learning as the quasi-semi-host on the show. I don't listen to R&B too much. I didn't grow up with music in my house like that. So they're teaching me things so I can appreciate the music on another level. Because whenever you tell somebody you don't like a certain music, what's wrong with you? (laughs) And it's not that something's wrong with me. I just haven't been exposed to a lot of music. So I want to learn something. You know, like I said, Nika comes with the history. Adiar comes with... Uh, a, a brevity of knowledge when it comes to songs, voices, etc. And Nas the Romantic not only has the history of the feelings of the song, but he can also tell you the differences within the genre and how to appreciate these things too. So if you like me, you want to learn about the, the R&B and you want to learn about these things, she said, oh, shucks about the show. That's what's up. It's going to be deep. And if you like deep conversation and to learn about these things, the music, Let's talk about it. Join us on ANNRP. Listen, we, we have great conversation. We invite y'all to join us. The team is very well versed. But more importantly, we have some fun when we do these things. So all in all, man, it's a great show. We're happy to have y'all with us. Any last words, anyone? Nas, you want to go first? Um. Oh, wait. Sorry. No, no, no. Don't get last words yet. I apologize, everyone. Do you have a song for the week that you want people to listen to? Song for the week. Hmm. 
deep one. This too shall pass in the re. Okay. This too shall pass in the re. Any reason? Um, first song that came to mind. It's on. A, it's on a. Uh, the song is on a somber note, but at the same time, it's kind of of a blipping song too. That says like whatever problems you may be going through at the moment, this too shall pass. You know, tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow's a better day. Okay. Hey, would you have a song of the week that you want people to know about? Actually, yes, I do have a song. It's a song by an artist by the name of Freak Nasty, and it's called The Dip. I put my hand up on my hip. When I dip, you dip. Baby. We dip. There we go. That's a song of the week. For me, it's a, it's not R&B, but it's a party song. And uh, it's one that's gonna hit. You play it, I guarantee you, you get the get the party going. And that's how I want to leave it. Keep the party going. I, <laughs> if I have to give a song for the week, it's gonna be the theme from the Philadelphia Eagles. Make sure you sing it when you lay down, because that's what they did during the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, shout out to Nicola Dean. She said her song is Can't Hardly Wait by Ndambi. Okay, my right. can't hardly wait. There you go. So Nika chimed in. You know what I'm saying? She says she loves us. We love you too, sis. Uh-huh. Um, and uh we'll be back next week. Heart. Heart. The show's usually an hour, but it's only 45 minutes today because it's late. We uh we want to just get on and just show y'all that we do love and support and appreciate each other and you watching. And um, we out of here. So now, Nas, any last words? Yeah, man. Um, Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Oh. Nas, mm-hmm. you take us out. Hey, any last words? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my last words, I'll be I'll try to read generic. Uh, love the ones. Love the ones that are around you. Don't forget about the small things that are important in life and enjoy every moment that you have because tomorrow's not promised. Facts. Nas. Nice. Mm. Now. Sorry for <laughs> messing it up. <laughs> this is us. Word? This is us at A&N on R&B, man, where we love R&B as much as we hope you love A&N and R&B. And until next time, I'll be thinking of you. Ken won't. With that being said, I'm gonna all I'm gonna think about is how them Eagles crashed, burned, and became hot wings. See you next football season. And may the most high bless everybody out there. And Nika, this one is for you. Peace. Love you. And before we go, big A. What's up? Big Brody. And we are. <laughs> we thank you from Heritage Hip Hop for listening to the ANN on RB podcast presented by HeritageHipHop.com. For more, you can subscribe to ANN on RB on YouTube, ANN on RB on Instagram, and to not miss anything that comes from the Heritage Hip Hop family, subscribe to HeritageHipHop.com for more. May the Most High bless you all.